0: Hello, tentative listener. At Thoughtbot, we believe there is a better way to do our work, and we want to find it and share it with as many people as possible. We're looking for design leaders in our San Francisco, Raleigh, and London studios. While working on products alongside our designers and developers, you'll create a fulfilling work environment, support and grow the design team, and ensure studio success by participating in local business development. Visit thoughtbot.com/jobs to learn more about working at Thoughtbot and to apply. Hola. Hi. <laughs> I, I got scared when, when Tom called me.
1: Oh. Did you dance or
0: what did Tom call no, you? No, I jumped.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I just got so much scheduling done for the next few few weeks we're doing a research project and so i just spent the afternoon blocking out all that time in my calendar which made me really want a plugin for google calendar that i could just list like bulk ad meetings to my calendar
0: i bet you there's a way yeah someone else has probably solved this
1: i hope so i would love that it was like halfway through it and i'm like oh, i wish there was a better way <laughs> cuz it's so do you annoying. fantastic
0: owl. <laughs> no. Or even the Google has like the omnibox now where you could just like type in like Wednesday from 1 to 2.
1: I've been doing that instead. The most frustrating thing is that if you have a ton of meetings that makes it so that there's no empty space to click onto, you can't do that. So you have to click onto an empty space day.
0: <laughs> right. So At least in Fantastical, it does a really good job of, like, just doing text. So instead of, like, clicking on the day and the time, Mm -hmm. you type in uh, May 10th from 1 to 2.30. I'm going to be recording tentative, and it'll do all of the machine learning matching things. And I think Google does the same thing. There's, like, a little plus button on the side of the calendar that I don't ever use
1: yeah, I was using it a lot today. <laughs> it's just like one of those things that just takes, it's like pretty time consuming to have to, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm happy that's all done. It feels really good to get that finished.
0: I think calendar management is like one of those those skills. We should put it in our self-evaluation as <laughs> its own like slice of the pie.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> uh, I totally agree. I've been way better at putting stuff in my calendar like client work and things like that, it's changed my my world <laughs> for sure. I feel like
0: one of the things as Thoughtbot designers, when we're just working on client work, it's really easy to not have to worry about time management because you just sort of jump into Trello, grab the next card, mm-hmm. and start working on it. And you sort of do that every day for the project, and and the kinds of things that you're doing kind of vary and what you're doing to solve it varies, but like that's sort of what you're doing and you don't have to block time off or figure out like, Oh, I'm going to do this for this amount of time. But once you start having Mm one-on-ones and sales calls and meetings and interviews, you start to have to figure out like, okay, this is going to be my sales call time. And this is going to be my heads down time.
1: Yeah. And now I have these, like these Calendly links floating around in the ether um, so anyone could schedule a meeting with me at any time. Um,
0: isn't that really great?
1: Yeah, I love it. <laughs> no. So I, because of that, I definitely need to block off. And when I'm in a design sprint, you know, that's all day, just block everything off. So no one schedules yeah. anything at like smack dab in the middle of understand day, you know?
0: Yeah. Those Calendly links are sort of dangerous because they do give other people control of your time. They make it convenient for us so that we don't have to do like the back and forth scheduling. But that convenience sort of comes at a cost of people stealing time.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm always, even like before I send one out, I have to, I have to look at what Calendly sees. Because if you do an all day event in Google Calendar, Calendly doesn't view that as a nine to five thing. It just mm-hmm. ignores it so i have to make sure that my all-day stuff is accounted for so i have to like manually put in like this event is from nine to five you know
0: yeah you also have to make sure that you're using that as a busy time we, we've we had a few events that have been office things here mm-hmm. and the invite will be by default be by, not set as busy the, the time was set as free someone booked an interview smack dab in the middle of our no. quarterly outing. Oh no. I was like, well, that's not going to work.
1: Yep. Sorry. <laughs> oh God.
0: And then quickly did what you're talking about, which is like have this like whole afternoon booking mm-hmm. of for just myself so that I'm busy. <laughs>
1: Yep. I have a lot going on in my calendar. It's it's really useful to have. But yeah, as I was going through these, in these interviews, because they're pretty consistent, you know, we have I have the same time slots pretty much. So I was like, I want to copy and paste something, anything, any normal workflow that we have for anything else. Can I just copy and paste this thing? <laughs> can I add a bunch in bulk? Like, please? <laughs> It'd be so much easier. I wonder if there's a plugin for that. I would love to be able to just list out everything I want to put on my calendar and just hit go or submit, you know, whatever you want to call the button. How <laughs> was your week? I don't know.
0: <laughs> it was disjointed and kind of a weird week yeah. for me. When we have so I think we've talked about 155 the tool that we use at the end of every week, we we ask everyone to fill out how they're feeling and what they did that week and, you know, give high fives to other teammates for people who did something, you know, helpful or good or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And whenever I fill out my 15.5, I just pull up my calendar because of Me what too. we're just talking about. <laughs> I just like, what did I do this week? I do the same up, thing. Pull up the calendar and be like, okay, I had a bunch of meetings there and we're redesigning thoughtbot.com. And so I've been sort of spending a lot of time project managing. Building out the Trello board, making sure that there's details in Trello, running through acceptance, basically things that we have our clients do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which is sort of fun to be on the other side of that. And that's just so that like the team there can understand what needs to be done, what our sort of milestones are, when we're hoping to hit those milestones. And like new team members can jump into a project and more easily contribute, like know what needs to get done and be able to take a bite size piece of design or development or whatever it is, and be able to deliver that in a succinct way.
1: How's it going? Like, how's the redesign going? I think it's going
0: pretty well. We're taking a very iterative approach. So we're, we're starting with some of our sub pages. Mm-hmm. and slowly like applying the design and working our way up to some of the more main index pages. Cool. Over time it'll like be a slow burn, I guess, mm-hmm. of integrating the the new design into what the site currently looks like.
1: I saw some of those designs. They look really good and they're very um in line with our 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 brand too. It's it's great. I'm excited for the whole the whole thing to come together. Do you have like a timeline of when you hope to have V1 out? And what does that even look like, V1? (laughs) (laughs) There's so much stuff on our site. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: think we're thinking about it in turn, like very much along the lines of it's a product and we want to release it in small chunks. And so we're basically releasing page by page. I think the sections of the site that we want to have done this quarter are the services and Mm -hmm. the case studies. Cool. Which are two of the bigger parts of our website.
1: One thing that I did this week during our one-on-ones was I did the the skill evaluation wheel mm-hmm. uh, thing that wheel you made thing. for the design team, and that was a really cool way to talk about people's feelings about where they're at and to help kind of set some milestones for the future of where they want to be. So that was really helpful.
0: Did you feel like they went over well? So I sent out a little survey to the the team sort Mm -hmm. of asking like if it sort of created any insight where there was none before or Mm -hmm. like the visualization helped with like how they want to grow as a designer because that Mm -hmm. was (laughs) mostly the intent. Mm -hmm. So did it?
1: Yeah. Everyone had difficulty filling it out because it's really hard to evaluate yourself so it was really funny hearing their dialogue as they were coloring things. Because I did the same thing when I did it with you. So they definitely felt like it was it was helpful. It just kind of turned into more of a, of a conversation tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really easy to point at things that were on a lower scale. And, uh, you know, talk about where they would like to... Like, which one of these things would you like to work on this year? And just for the record, this is a skills evaluation that people, uh, designers, fill out. And it's, mm-hmm. it's categories like like visual design, implementation, consulting.
0: I think we've talked about the evaluation before on the podcast. But it basically took the responsibilities of a ThoughtBot designer and put them in a wheel chart graph. Someone called it a radar chart. That's probably the best description yeah. for it.
1: Yeah, yep. And you just kind of rate one through five what, what your skill level is. So that was really cool.
0: One of the things Chad, our CEO, pointed out, he asked me if I have filled it out yet. And I have not, which is sort of funny. But he said that it might make for entertaining, tentative content. And I told him... To who? But if people <laughs> actually want to hear <laughs> us go through, me go through the skill evaluation right in and let us know,
1: you just do it right now.
0: <laughs> oh, no. I'm Why not prepared not? for this. You're not. Which might make it even better. <laughs> I also think it'll be boring <laughs> as all hell, but.
1: Hmm. I'm thinking mm. right now. <laughs> I don't have it on me. Actually, I mean, I do. I have a phone. Which, by the way, is in like 8 billion pieces because I dropped it. Oh, no. And there's, like, cracked. But it's really amazing how quickly you can get used to a cracked screen. Like, I don't even see the cracks anymore. Isn't that really bizarre?
0: I think that depends on how many cracks you have.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Humans are very resilient, Kyle.
0: Yeah. I've smashed my phone before and... I could not live with with it, mostly because I kept on cutting my
1: fingers. Ooh, that's not good. No. Yeah, it's like, can you see it?
0: You did a pretty good job on that.
1: It's not bad. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sick of it, though. I got to change providers. It's a whole thing, and that's a huge barrier for me. So, oh, boy. Crack screen it is for as long (laughs) as I can. Take it. (laughs) Oh, during the self evaluation, someone was like, "I'm. I feel like I'm coloring my way to getting fired right now." <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's like such a harm. I mean, it's such a, it's funny because there's like Crayola markers and stuff. It's such a harmless exercise, but it just it reminded me of when I was doing user interviews. We went to a call center. And we're all from New York. We're all wearing black because we're traveling. You know, that's what you, I mean, I still do that. Just
0: just all New Yorkers just wear black, right? I mean, it's the uniform.
1: It's kind of a uniform. It's, I mean, everyone looks great in black. So, and Mm -hmm. when I'm traveling, that's all. I mean, like, it's great. Everything matches. So, and I I bring like a few things. Anyway, um, (laughs) call center, all the people were worried that we were like from corporate. And then we we're interviewing them about their job about like the skills. Oh, oh no. We we're asking them about their day and like what they do. And they're all very nervous that we were just like getting information to figure out who to fire. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> I guess I should have worn my print shirt, <laughs> my paisley.
0: Were you wearing black when you did this skill interview too? Like here? <laughs> yeah, when the designer said that.
1: <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I don't remember, but I did think about that.
0: Um, I'm wearing black right now. Yeah, me too. So I'm sort of making fun of myself. <laughs> the only, only other thing that I've done this week is continuing to do lots of interviews. I had one, two, three, four. Wow five interviews? Wow. 5 interviews this week.
1: There, were they all the super long ones or the medium?
0: No. So, uh, I only had one of those, okay. which is which is nice.
1: Yeah. They also go by the, so fast. Ugh.
0: They do go by fast, but they're also sort of draining. Yeah. Especially when I think I'm just maybe just too nice of a person that I just really want everyone to do well in those. Mm-hmm. And during the App critique, I'm really trying to get people to dig into the root problems or root yeah. pain points that, that things are solving. And, and so many people just stay shallow and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is what it's for. And they're talking, not even talking about apps in terms of like pain points that they're solving. They're talking about like basically features that are addressing those pain points. Mm-hmm. And so like I, a lot of the first half of that interview is me trying to like do five whys with them, <laughs> which is like, why are they doing that? And why is that? And like slowly trying to get them to, and, but like very few people like dig into a root problem area that an application is solving. Mm-hmm. And then with the pairing, sometimes it's like watching a user interview where you just want to like jump in and do it for them. <laughs> Yeah. Just be like, oh, I, I want you to do this and this and this. And like, I'm thinking a few steps ahead of them, especially for for people who are sort of newer to code or newer to HTML and CSS. I have to resist myself jumping in.
1: Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of sit and watch, and then if they ask questions, like, "Oh, I wonder if there's a style sheet that's made for this." And then they'll like click around and then they'll have to kind of read every style sheet to see. And I was like, you know what? Let's just say for the sake of this exercise, like, no, there's no, there's no style sheet there. Don't worry about it. You know, like Mm -hmm. I try to cut corners. If I see that their intention is there and they start to look in the right place. But then now it's a matter of eating time into like, is this the style sheet? Like, just (laughs) it's okay. Like, it's not there. Let's let's, (laughs) let's
0: do this thing right here.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's just like a gentle guide, you know.
0: Sometimes I've I found it interesting to see, like, who's willing to sort of ask questions
1: during that.
0: Even when I say, like, I'm here to help you, like, let me know if you have any questions along the way. There are certainly some people that, like, take advantage of that mm-hmm. and do ask, like, good questions. And then there are certain people that I think feel the need to prove themselves, maybe, but, mm-hmm. like, solve it on their own without any of my help even though I've already offered it Mm -hmm. which like is sort of understand like I'm assuming like every other interview people probably aren't offering that kind of thing Mm -hmm. so it's understandable but still interesting from my perspective to see who does and who doesn't
1: yeah it's a good interview I enjoy enjoy being part of those you know
0: one of the things, the other things that was on my mind that I was really excited about. So I talked to Drivel about doing some recruiting for us. Mm-hmm. And one of the things as I was describing our process, they were like, okay, we need to make sure that when people get to the office visit, that you're like very interested in hiring them. And I was just like, I probably sat there with the biggest grin on my face being like, yeah, we redesigned our process just for that.
1: Point. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah, we have one next week I'm excited for. Nice. Yeah, this should be good.
0: That is actually one of the other things that I did this week is reformat the scorecard, which awesome. maybe I think isn't done at other places, but for every step of the process, for our interview process, we have scorecards to try and remove any kind of like direct bias, maybe. <laughs> gut feeling, any kind mm-hmm. of gut feeling. That's a better... And sort of be more more direct in the kinds of things that we're looking for and the kinds of feedback that we want from the person who did the interview. And I went through the office visit and just regrouped some questions and did it based on, uh, we have a few roles on the office visit and grouped them mm-hmm. by role so that it was a little more clear which questions people certain awesome. people should fill out.
1: That's going to be super helpful. I love all these little changes that, we, that we're that we doing along the way. It's really cool. And people want to make changes and be involved because it affects them. And yeah. if you see something, you say something because <laughs> you know it will just bite you in the ass like a couple weeks down the road when you have to do the interview and you're like, oh, right. wait. <laughs> oh, no. I forgot there's a thing that should have changed. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. I also, like we're not perfect me and you <laughs> we're, we're not going to redesign something and have it be perfect right away and and i like that where it's like this whole process has been very we've taken our design process to our hiring process and that's continuing like we if we design something we'd want to like test and iterate and fix and test and iterate and fix mm-hmm. and so i think we're doing a really good job of constantly improving the process and making sure that we're doing what's best for us to kind of evaluate people and we're doing what's best for mm-hmm. those candidates, you know, kind of taking both sides of the market in, in mind while designing our process.
1: Well said. <laughs> I want to do a good and bad and the ugly. Good, bad but and the
0: ugly before we end.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think Da-da-da-da. of what topic.
0: Wah,
1: wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> The good,
0: the bad,
1: and the ugly. <laughs>
0: dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
1: wah, wah, wah. Ask me one.
0: Last time we did it on French fries, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, what's the good, the bad, and the ugly with unlimited donuts for the day?
1: Oh my god. Well, the good is the supply of sugar that you get unlimited just coursing through your veins, and it's chocolate. There's caramel. There's like all these different kinds of things, all the different sweets. So that's good. The bad is the unlimited amount of sugar you have coursing through your veins. It's pretty much the same.
0: (laughs) It's both good and bad. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And like they aren't very filling. They aren't filling. So you just kind of keep keep going down the donut hole. And the ugly is sometimes you go overboard and you get a really bad stomach ache. And then that was like, "Oh, that okay, I'm not a child. Got it." <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown woman. Like what am I doing? I have a tummy ache now because I, I had too many donuts.
0: <laughs> have you come down from the sugar high?
1: You know, the thing is, is that I never really had a sugar high. It was just like oh, a, it was pretty stable conscience. intake. I don't know. I think it was like rapid release or ex- <laughs> what is it? Like not rapid release. Um, extended. Slow release. Extended slow release. Slow release. Yeah. I think these were different donuts than the ones I'm used to. Yeah. <laughs> so in general, it's just, it was, it was a good experience all around for sure. <laughs> it was a good day.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Should we wrap this thing up?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Put a bow on it.
1: Put a bird on it. Um, Put a
0: bird on it.
1: Yeah, it's from Portlandia. Oh. Have you seen that?
0: Nope.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a whole other episode. <laughs> you would yeah. love it. You should watch it.
0: Uh, this is episode seventy. You can find our show notes at tentative.fm/slash/seventy. Woo. You can tweet us at tentative.fm and let us know how many donuts you can eat in a day mm-hmm. and what your favorite donut type is.
1: Ooh, that's wonderful.
0: If it's anything other than Boston cream, you're wrong.
1: <laughs> good. I like it. It's very inclusive. Very good.
0: <laughs> Email us at host at tentative.fm. You could, I don't know, send us <laughs> rate donuts. Us-
1: Okay. Yep. At donut. 10. Donut, donut emojis avenue. on Twitter. Rate us on iTunes.
0: With a donut so emoji.
1: Rate us on iTunes as if you would rate your favorite donut. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Well, have a wonderful weekend.
0: Yeah, you too.
1: Um, <gasps> Bye. <laughs> Good. Good. Bye.
0: That's gonna um, be my sign off from now on.
1: I like it. Stop.
0: This podcast was brought to you by ThoughtBot. Join our team dedicated to creating products people love to use. With open positions at our studios in Boston, New York, San Francisco, Austin, London, and Raleigh, come discover a better way to work.